Pastor Sandra tells it like it is. This season is a season of prayer. This request is to encourage you this week as we approach September 2021 to make it your season of prayer. I remember um, and I still haven't forgotten and I still practice it. Um, The Holy Spirit told me come September, October, November, December and January um, the following year that um, we ought to conduct um, a season of prayer. Not that prayer is not um, important for the rest of the months. But he said, every year come September um, to December and January of the new year, we ought to approach it differently. Um, We ought to approach the season with fervent prayers. And if you notice, um, every year comes around that time of the month, September, October, November, December, you hear of so many atrocities. And so I believe that the reason um, why the Holy Spirit is cautioning us to pray. So this season is a season of prayer. So my request um, today, um, the 29th of August, 2021, is to encourage children of God to make this a season of prayer. Pray without season. As we we approach September, make it your season of prayer. September, October, November, December 21, to January 22, 2022, um, a season of very fervent an ardent prayer. Why? Because prayer is the cornerstone in the life of a Christian believer. And um, there is no set time to pray. You can pray five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, as you are led by the Spirit of God. So whatever you do, um, make it Um, a season, your season of prayer. Um, Apostle Matthew says in 21, chapter 21, verse 22, and in all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. The secret of a born-again Christian, um, whether it be his or her, her, is his prior life, or her prior life after the order of our big brother Jesus. Jesus was always praying. Matthew 14 verse 23, Apostle Matthew recorded when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, 
he was there alone. Apostle Luke 5, 16 tells us, but Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Apostle Luke again tells us in Luke 6, 12 to 13, and it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called unto his disciples, and of, the, and of them he chose twelve, whom also he named apostles. Apostle Mark tells us in chapter 135 how Jesus rose very early in the morning while it was still dark to pray. Jesus prays in the garden of Gethsemane. Jesus prays in the Mount of Olives. And when he, when we place our morning eyes on God, he gives our eyesight and great strength in the day. This is when we um, wake up early in the morning to pray. And it's not easy. Child of God is a sacrifice. You have to make a discipline. You have to make, and while you're making your sacrifice, while you're making your discipline, um, the Holy Spirit just comes in and puts his supernatural and your natural because um, to tell you the truth, it's not easy to get up every morning, 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m., or even 7 a.m. to pray. Um, the Holy Spirit has to see it in you that this is your desire. And he says, if you ask, he shall give it to you. If you seek him, he will find you. And if you knock, he will open unto you. So this is how it goes. When you ask him and he sees it in your desire, he will come in because he lives on the inside of you. So he will come and put his super and your natural. And he will put your his extra and your ordinary. When he sees the desire, when he sees your discipline, he will come in until give you uh, give you six months or so. It it just becomes natural because now it is you. You've become a spirit now. Yes, a spirit is. You're not waking up again naturally. You're waking up by the spirit because the spirit of God has now taken over um, to strengthen your desire. So Jesus knew. Um, Jesus, when we place our mornings um, eyes on God, he gives our eyesight and great strength in our day. Jesus knew that seeing God first in his day sets the foundation of his day in God. Jesus knows God gives us ability to command our mornings and our day. Why? Because Jesus knows prayer changes things. So um, if this is your desire, you too will command your mornings. There is nothing that prayer cannot address and nothing prayer cannot change. Children of God, when you sacrifice some time in the mornings to pray, you have the anointing. Um, Holy Spirit will give you the anointing and the power to tell your day what you want on your day to be and what you want your day to be like and look like. If you want peace and harmony to flow during your day, it will happen 
you will you will get it when you ask for it in prayer if you want happiness contentment pleasure soundness of mind to do your work and especially if your work is a very challenging one um um and you have to make sound decisions um you get up you command your morning you and you ask the holy spirit you make your presentations to the holy spirit you tell holy spirit holy spirit this is what's going to happen you tell him everything a to z this is what is going to happen i have two meetings today and this is what i want you to say i ask you to assist me i ask you to help me on this one and i ask for your guidance I ask for you to let my tongue be the pen of a ready writer. Children of God, this is what I do. This is what I do. And the Holy Spirit helps me. He helps me to phrase my sentences. He tells me what to say. He said, no, don't use this word. Use this one. Don't do this. Do that. Wait. And, I, and I'm going to share with you one of these days when, when, when he zipped me up, you know, he blows me up like a balloon, but he just held, held me there in one place. I was not able to speak. There are times when he does that. He blows you up, but he doesn't allow you to speak. And you're there, you're dying to say something, but you can't because he, he's, he's held you to one place and allows you to speak when he wants you to speak. So that's something that we have to learn, children of God. So I'm just giving you heads up as we go again. So I'm just saying this to say, you will get whatever you ask if you ask in prayer, anything, anything that pertains to life and godliness, you will get it. If you want happiness, contentment, pleasure, Soundness of mind to do your work, you will get it. If you want God's protection sealed with the blood of Jesus on you, your family, your children, your finance, your studies, your job, your career, vocation, occupation, you're going to get it when you ask for it, children of God. You, you're getting it in coming in and you're getting it in going out. You'll get it when you ask for it in prayer. You can take authority over your mornings and every unwanted and illegal guest that will creep into your morning. Sometimes children of God, they'll creep in as you're traveling to work, on the bus, in your car, on the train. They'll cut across the roads, the street that you're, even though it's your right away on the road, the enemy will send Things to cut your cross, to upset your day, you can take authority over it, over your mornings. And say, Father God, I'm going to work now and I commit my journey to you. Be it your journey on the train or on the buses or on, on, or on the road, whatever um, means of transport you're taking. You can command your morning, you can take authority over your day, you can take authority over the spoiler and all activities and the things the enemy has dispatched to disrupt or interfere or to sabotage your day. You can return them to sender. You can stop them. So this is what 
will happen to you when you desire to pray. Amen. Um, so I'm going to take you to Luke chapter 9, um, verses 28 to 29. And it came to pass over eight days after these saying, yes, sayings, he took Peter and John and James and went up into a mountain to pray. And as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered and his raiment was white and glistening. So this is what will happen to you when you desire to pray. And um, verse 28, about eight days after Jesus said this, he took Peter, John and James with him, went up onto a mountain to pray. As he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became as bright as a flash of lightning. Two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared in glorious splendor talking with Jesus. They spoke about his departure, which he was about to bring to fulfillment at Jerusalem. Peter and his companions were very sleepy, but when they became fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men standing with him. As the men were leaving Jesus, Peter said to him, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. He did not know what he was saying. While he was speaking, a cloud appeared and covered them, and they were afraid as they entered the cloud. A voice came from the cloud saying, This is my son, whom I have chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, they found that Jesus was alone. The disciples kept this to themselves and did not tell anyone at that time what they had seen. So, children of God, I want you to note a couple of things. How did Peter, James and John knew it was Elijah, knew it was Moses? And um, how did they know? And... Um, Look at what they saw and look at what they heard. Said as he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became as bright as a flashing light. That is a wonderful experience for three disciples to encounter. Two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared in glorious splendor talking with Jesus. And they spoke about his departure, which he was about to bring to fulfillment. And um, Peter and his companions were sleeping, the Bible said. But when they became fully awake, they saw his glory. What a wonderful experience. What a wonderful promotion. And um, as the men were leaving, Jesus said to him, Master, it is good for us to be here. And... Let us make three, three shelters. And um, I'm saying this, children of God, to say this is what happens when 
Jesus saw consistency and persistency and a different desire in the hearts of these individuals. He had 12 disciples, but he chose three. Peter, James and John, because he could see something different in them. And look at what Jesus said. Jesus, look at, look at, look at what happens to them. Jesus took them on the Mount of Transfigurations and um, grant them that experience. Um, I'm going to show you something again before I close. Look at what Jesus saw about this widow's persistency. So I'm going to show you another example of persistency. And um, Luke chapter 18. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. He said, in a certain town, there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with plea, grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused. But finally, he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care what people think, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually come and attack me. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for these chosen ones who cry out to him, Day and night, will he keep putting them off? I, I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Why did I include this, children of God? I include this to encourage you of this parable that Jesus drew of a judge who, who, who is unjust, who didn't even care of one biscuit or one iota, what people thinks. But he granted mercy and justice to this widow that kept coming to him, coming to him for justice. He gave it to her. And so Jesus is saying, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him? Cry out to him means to come to him in prayer. Pray in the morning. Pray in the afternoon. Just keep coming to God. Coming to God. Even if you're praying and you're not seeing light at the end, end of the tunnel. Children of God, this request, this podcast is to encourage you, don't give up, don't give up, don't give up, don't listen to the enemy's lies, don't listen to multitude of business, don't listen, just keep coming to God, coming to God, keep praying, praying until your change come, if you're feeling a pain in your back or in your chest or you're not feeling well and you're prayed and you've taken it to church and everybody prays and you're still feeling the same way don't give up 
Don't give up. Keep praying. Keep taking it to God. Keep praying. Keep praying. Praying until your change come. So I've included this to encourage you to be persistent in your prayers. Like the widow, he said in First Thessalonians 5.17, Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. So this season is to request you to pray fervently. Pray without ceasing. And I'm going to pray, Papa God, may you touch us with the anointing of intercession. So we will pray all manner of prayers according to the leading of the Holy Spirit in us. So we will pray without ceasing and we will pray and not faint. We will pray on the mountain and experience what Peter, James and John saw and experience. Bless your children who desire to pray. Take them on the mountain. Take them into effectuality. Take them into fervency. Take them, Father God, on the right hand side of God. Take them and let them know that you're above only and not beneath. Take them, Father God, into the secret place. Teach them how to build an altar of prayer. An altar of prayer can be built anywhere in their heart, in their bedrooms, in their cars, around the kitchen sink, in the bathroom. Teach them how to build an altar, altar of prayer. Let them know that it's not the duration of time, it's the persistency, it's what is in the heart, in the name of Jesus. It's their desire to pray, it's their desire to come to you, it's their desire to have fellowship with you, and it's my desire and, and fellowshipping with you that we get to know you better, we get to hear from you, we get to walk to the walk and talk the talk. Bless your children who desire to pray. Teach them to command their mornings and days. Give the power of the spoken word to them. We pray for the sufferings around the globe, Papa God, for the Afghan people and the disruption to their family life. Oh God, and everything they have ever worked for, Father, is destroyed. We pray for the babies and the children. The soldiers who have lost their lives in trying to God and to protect. God, I ask you to take care of them. Take care of their families. Make a way for all the sufferings and the different nations of people on the globe who are experiencing the same thing. Papa God, um, grant a way out for their families. Grant protect protection on them wherever they are across the globe. We say thanks and we give thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor Sandra, checking out. Please remember to pass your podcast, to pass it to your friends, your families, so they can hear the word of God as well. In Jesus' name, God will bless you.
in Jesus' name. Amen.